Greetings in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Thank you for joining us in the program His Word where we look into the Word of God and get what the Lord is saying to us. I believe God has something for you today in this sermon and He's going to change your heart and encourage you in your earthly walk as you walk with Him and as you live generally on this earth. We are looking at waiting on the Lord or trusting in the Lord. How do you cultivate it? What does it do to you? And we have an example of people who put their trust on their Lord. They are like, what? I believe God is going to minister to you through his word. Sit down and listen to what the Lord is saying. Be blessed. The title of the message today is Waiting on the Lord. Waiting on the Lord. We shall read the book of Isaiah chapter 40. And we shall read from verse 30 to 31. Just two verses that we will read today. It reads thus, I will read. Even the youths shall faint and be weary, and the young men shall utterly fall. But those who wait, which is to hope on the Lord, shall renew their strength. They shall mount up with wings like eagles. They shall run and not be weary. They shall walk and not faint. I will also read on the CEV version, just verse 31. It says, but those who trust the Lord will find new strength. They will be strong like the soaring, or they'll be strong like eagles soaring upward on wings. They will walk and run without getting tired. Father, we thank you for your word. May it minister to us. Talk to us, Father. We accept it in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. Waiting on the Lord. That's what we are looking at today. The versions that we have just read talk about waiting on the Lord, defining it in different terms. But just briefly to talk about waiting on something, waiting on someone or waiting on something, it is a situation where would you trust or you believe something is going to happen or whatever you have put your trust into is going to sort the situation. I remember in my life, yeah, I've been just having some uh, thoughts in my mind and sometimes I get weary and I feel weak and while I was just thinking the word of God came to me that those who wait on the Lord shall not faint normally I normally run every day uh, not every day I normally run twice or three times a week so while I was running one day on the track on the road just exercising I was listening to gospel music and one of the tracks was talking about waiting on the Lord and that came directly to my situation I was going through like I was feeling uh, like I was losing my strength I was getting confused and I was getting frustrated and I was anxious of what is going to happen next and while this song was playing something just came to me whom do you trust where do you put your trust whom do you wait on who is your hope? And I realized it is God. And it came to me that I have to wait on the Lord. Waiting on the Lord includes quite a lot of things. So today we are talking on waiting on the Lord. 
Different meanings are there for waiting. One of them is that you hope. Some versions in the Bible, they say, hope in the Lord. So you hope anticipating the Lord to do or to deal with that particular session, say, say, issue that you are going through, or you are trusting the Lord. It is a strong belief. If you trust someone, you have a strong belief on that person. If it's something, you have a strong belief on that thing. You rely on it. You believe in its truth, and you also believe on his strength. So the Bible says we should trust in the Lord. We should hope in the Lord. We should anticipate or you should wait in anticipating with the Lord. The Lord, we have to put our trust in him as a reliable God, as a truthful God, as a God with all the strength. Now, if we go to get down into trusting, you can't trust someone that you don't know. For you to have trust on me, in me, actually, you have to have some knowledge about me, know about my capability. You cannot just trust anyone you meet along the road or you meet in the wherever you meet and say, you know, I trust you. It is true there are people that when you look at the face, their trust, uh, you can put your trust in them. But when I talk about serious trust, trusting someone, say maybe giving him a lot of money or trusting him with doing something that is very, very important, it has to be someone you know very, very well. So we have to know the person. So if the Lord, the, the, the verse just says, trust in the Lord, put our trust in the Lord, it means we have to have knowledge about the Lord. You can't put some uh, trust on someone we don't know. Now, how do we put the trust? How do we get to know the Lord? It is simple. It is through the word of God. It is through reading and applying the word of God. You see, when you read the word of God as you read it, you don't just have to read it as a novel. Read it as a book that is revealing the power of God. What is actually happening here? And what is God doing? How is he involved in this thing? And what does it portray about his character? One of the, of the things that we read in the Bible, we find in the Old Testament, I mean, just historical, it's just stories. Uh, like uh, there's a king, Hezekiah, who did this. There was this king who feared God. He destroyed all the areas of worship. And there are some kings that did not worship God. That is something that's a cake. It's something that happened so many, many years ago. But you have to relate it to today. What is God trying to reveal about this word? Then you learn that, oh, God is showing us that there are people who just don't uh, trust in the Lord or the people who trust in God. And you read that Hezekiah re removed all the things that uh, were, were defiling the temple, things that were making people to, to fall away or to shun the Lord, uh, the high places of worship, the shunts, all those things. You get to understand that when I'm a person and I want to diligently serve the Lord and worship him, I have to remove things that are on my way. If you read about God doing mighty things for the King David, for what he did for Israel, opening the Red Sea, where they could walk on the sea, or on the dry ground in the sea, when you read about what God did for Gideon, what God did through Samson, all those mighty things, how he preserved Daniel and all his friends, you get to understand the power of God. Those things you cannot get from a tree. It's not something you will get anywhere but it is only in the word of God so when you read the word of God you get 
to understand the power of God. The Bible says in Romans 10 verse 17, so then faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. You hear the word of God as I preach, but also you hear the word of God as you read the Bible. That creates your faith in God, that makes you to grow and you find the man to put your trust in who is God. So we need to trust God. For you to act on this verse, you have to put your trust in God. As faith comes by hearing. Hearing what? The word of God. Trusting God is absolutely not automatic, but it comes through reading the word. If you think too much prayer will create your faith in God, the Bible says faith comes by hearing. Now, the other thing that you have to understand is that faith grows or it matures. I mean, if you can talk in terms of people, it's not that you trust a person 100% the first time you see the person. You can have trust on the person, but as time goes and you have more experiences, you have to, your, your, your trust in him tends to grow. It's the same in our, in our walk with the Lord. As we walk with God, seeing his word practical in our lives, seeing him healing us, see, healing us in our sicknesses, healing us in our spirit, seeing him doing things in our lives, some of the things that are stated in the Bible, we see them practical in our lives, we realize that God is trustworthy and our trust grows in him. Now, uh, Psalms 20, David says, now I know that the Lord saves his anointed one. In verse, four, in verse 7, he says, some trust in chariots and some in horses, but we will remember or we will trust the name of our God. He has seen God walking with him, God doing things through him or in him. As you see God do things in your life, your trust in him grows. So in other words, you have to practice the trust, the, the putting your faith in God. Because you cannot wait in God without putting your trust or without knowing his strength and his power. You need to know it through the word and through experience. Now, trust in practice. When you trust someone, you let everything, uh, you let everything or you, you give whatever the assignment you give to that person and you trust that he will do it uh, diligently. There is no doubt if they have trusted you with uh, taking care, say, of animals or whatever, they know that those animals are in good hands. So if you put your trust in a person and I trust you in this, I say, do this and I just go. If I can give just a practical example that we know, one of the things, it's not a person, this example, but we trust courier companies. When you are sending a parcel, say, to the USA or to the UK or whatever, you just give them the address and you give them the, the parcel and you give them the money. You are done. You don't keep on uh, thinking, eh, now it's in the car, eh, they are taking it, eh, maybe the car will not get to destination. You don't worry about that. What you do, just do, you go to the internet, you check your way bill, where it is, or even wait, and maybe through two, three days, it's there. It has arrived. You have put your trust in it. You don't actually worry about what's there. When you trust something, you put everything on that. Just like the parcel, you left it at the counter, and the person or the service person took it and 
and they did all the work and the person who will receive the parcel will receive it as it is. They've done all the work. It's exactly like that. When we trust God, we have to give him whatever we put, we need him to deal with, we give it to him and he will sort it for us. Now, but there's a period between the parcel leaving the, the, the counter where I am to the destination, which is waiting. You have to wait. There's a time. There's a time lap. So there's a time you have to wait until uh, you get to, to the, the, the whatever you are waiting for on the Lord gets accomplished. Psalms 37 verse 7 says, Be still before the Lord and wait patiently for him. Do not fret when people succeed in their ways, when they carry out their wicked schemes. But I'm not in that schemes, but I want to focus on waiting patiently for him. Do not fret. What normally happens is that when we see other people, we think, oh, mine is also coming. It is going to happen soon. But we are people. We were born in different dates. We have different things. And God deals, it, deals with us individually. So as you have put your trust in God, remember to wait. There is a waiting period. Now, this is the most challenging period as you wait to see the Lord solving your situation or the Lord uh, uh, sorting whatever you are praying for or for you from the time you pray to the time you get whatever you want. You have to wait patiently. That's a challenging time where you see others, they are succeeding. For instance, you are praying for, for marriage. You see others getting married. You are praying for a job. You see others getting jobs. You pray for education. You see others edu get, getting uh, their qualifications. Whatever you are praying for, you have been praying and you are still waiting, but you see other people receiving. So now, how do you wait on the Lord? You put your faith in him. It is the word, the knowledge that you get in the word that will make you wait on him, that will make you stand and say, my turn is coming because we are independent. Wait on the Lord. It is your faith. It's not an aggregated faith that all our faith will make us succeed, but it is your personal faith in the Lord that will make you uh, be able to wait to wait patiently on the Lord. As you wait, keep on reading the word. Keep on trusting God. I know sometimes it can take years and you feel like this God is not going to uh, respond to what I'm praying for. But I want to draw your attention to the lady that we see in, some, in the first book of Samuel, chapter 1. Hannah is a lady. She, she was not able to, to, to conceive. But she prayed earnestly and God had her cry. There are quite a number of people that have prayed earnestly for whatever they are praying for. Sometimes it took time. But God responded. So as you put your faith in God, as you read the word, understanding who he is, and you put your trust, and you pray to him, and you say, God, this is what I'm praying for. And then you wait for his re uh, revelation or for the solution that you are praying for. He is able. He is able. Never doubt that God is, uh, is able. He is able. He has the power. He is a mighty God. He is all-powerful. He is able. He will sort the situation. Don't give up on when you see others succeed and think, no, even for me, it's no longer going to come. But put your trust in God. I know it hurts sometimes as you see others succeed. Sometimes it hurts. It's not working as you planned or as fast as you want it to be. But put your trust in the Lord. Now let's go back to the, the verse. Now put your trust in God and put all your 
uh, your faith in him. But those who wait for him shall renew their strength. Now, let's talk about renewing of the strength. As human beings, we do have strength. But now the Bible says it is renewed. It's quite interesting. Now, if you are a person and you are, say you are praying for something, you normally have the faith or you just have the, the, the trust in you that God is going to answer this question or, or this sort of not question, this, this prayer request. You do have that. It's, uh, I will refer to it as positive thinking where you have the positive thinking that uh, what I'm praying for is going to come to pass. But it, the problem with the uh, positive thinking is that after some days, when whatever we are praying for does not happen, you get tired and you give up. But the people that have the faith in God that is generated in the word, they keep on believing in God. Now, what does that do? Because normally when you pray, there is nothing that you see when you say amen in the physical there is absolutely nothing. You see nothing in the physical. But when you say amen and you have the faith in God, it's like you have received whatever you, have, you, have, you were praying for. And you know that in the natural, nothing you can see, but in the spiritual world, things have happened and God is going to give you strength. Now, it is the strength that you get from the prayer. It is the strength that you get in faith that will make you to continue to put your trust in God. Your strength is renewed through prayer and in the faith in the Lord. So you need to put your trust in God. As you trust God, he will give you the strength to exceed the positive thinking because now you are doing things in faith. Faith exceeds the positive thinking. I've always explained to people that there is a difference between positive thinking and faith. Never think that, never deceive yourself and say, because I'm, I'm thinking positively, I am going to receive what I'm praying for. No, you have to have faith. Faith is different from positive thinking. Faith is the, the, the belief of things that are hoped for, the evidence of those things, as the book of Hebrews says about that. Now, the Bible says, those who trust in the Lord have the faith, in that who have the faith in the Lord, who wait on the Lord, I mean, these are the people that will have the renewed strength. They shall mount up with wings as eagles. Now, I know there's quite a lot that has been said about eagles. Uh, sermons explaining that and that. I mean, but just briefly on the angle that I want to approach is that an eagle uses a storm as something that will take it up. It enjoys and then glides on the, on, on the skies just like that in the storms. But I want to bring to a, 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 a similar uh, situation that we're used to in our times. You see, I always enjoy watching uh, uh, airlines taking off, just see a plane taking off, and think of the weight that it's taking up with it. Look at the thrust, uh, think of the thrust, uh, the thrust that's there to lift up this heavy, heavy tons and tons of weight up into the skies, and it will go up to a certain level where it will get to a cruising level. It goes against nature because nature, there is gravity. Gravity pulls everything down. So when we, we, we rise up with the, like, an, like an eagle or like an aeroplane, we are going against nature. When things uh, are naturally like this, faith and trust in God goes the other way. You get the strength to go up and you glide on the storm 
when there are storms, you're just gliding on the high places and you know that you are floating with the Lord. Those kinds of people are Christians who have put their trust in the Lord, regardless of the tough economic situations, they still put their trust in the Lord. Regardless of whatever we see, the crime rate and everything that we see, if we put our trust in God, we will be able to glide and be steady on those difficult situations. It is only people who put their trust in God. You need to put your trust in God. Going against gravity. Going against what the norm is. Because gravity is the norm. People who trust God. You see, trusting God, uh, it's a challenge. It's a challenge. You have to go against all odds. Against what is normally done. If it's normal for a company to get a tender through a bribe, but people who trust God will apply clearly and don't put a bribe. And that hurts when you see that and you know that somebody has put money to get the, the job. If uh, maybe it's a job, they do some things that are evil, uh, evil acts to get the employment. If you are a person who trusts God, you say, my time will come. What is mine will come. Because what is interesting or what we know, and if we put our faith in God, if we read the word of God and take it practical, that what is mine will definitely be mine. What God has said for me will come to me. You just say, oh, they've done it in an evil way. Mine is coming that will come through the right channels. You do things according to faith, regardless of the norms of how things are done. They will tell you for you to get in such and such a situation, to get such and such a job. We have been successful to get the tender uh, through this way. We just give a so and so. He will give you, he will help you. He will help you. You know when people are telling you those advice. No, he, he will just help you. You just give him something as a token of appreciation. But people who put their trust in God said, I won't do that because I fear God and what is mine will come to me. Let's put our trust in God. Now, he's saying they will run and not get tired or get weary and walk and not faint. This uh, uh, like the, it's the same. The issue of the eagle is just a, a metaphor. He's also using this metaphor now to explain to us as human beings. Time and again, I run on the road like I've said. When you've done so many, many kilometers, you get tired. You get tired. Now I'm tired. You've done so many kilometers. Your, 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 your feet get getting heavy. Your, 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 your knees are tired and you're getting slower and slower and slower. Sometimes you even stop. But those who put their trust in God, they will go miles and miles and miles without getting tired. You have faith in God. Let's put our faith in God. You will get the strength to continue. Even if those who don't have faith in God have lost it, you still have the prayer, your faith in God. So we are, as Christians, we are a different race. We are not like the other pe people who don't have faith in God. We are people of faith. We are people of God. We do things differently. We do things through faith. And we have put our trust in God. And we are waiting on him, knowing that he will act rightly for whatever we are expecting from him. He is a God who has a positive and a good dream about us. God loves us. And he has a wonderful plan for each and every one of us. God has a good plan for each and every individual. Now, how do we do this thing in our lives? 
How do we practicalize this? Waiting on the Lord such that we can go against all, all odds and have this faith in God, run and not get tired because life can be so tiresome. You get tired as you walk on this earth. You need some power, which is trust in the Lord. Now, the first thing that we need to do, as I said earlier, it is to read the word of God and practicalize it in your life. That's one thing that will make you to wait on the Lord. You quote the word God you said in your word. Your word says this, and I'm believing it, and I will wait on it. Because the word of the Lord does not change. So you have to read the Bible, not just read, apply, meditate on it. What does it mean or what does it say to me on this subject? Because the Bible was written many, many years ago. But what is it saying to me today about God? Because he's still speaking to you through his word. Now, as you read the word of God, apply it to him to it in your life, it creates faith. Faith comes by hearing. You hear the word of God. You create faith. You grow in the faith. Now, the faith will make you to enjoy time. The gap between my prayer or my request for whatever I'm praying for to the time I receive it, it will be sustained by faith in God, which is only through the word of God. Make it practical in your life. It's not just an old book, but it's a practical book that reveals the power of God and how God sorts situations and how God is involved with human beings. The Bible is exactly that. It reveals at, at, to us, I'm sorry, the character of God, how he how deals with a human being. Let us wait on the Lord. Put our faith in. Just know that I've prayed, God, you are working on it. Regardless of the situation, I've prayed, God, you are working on it. I know how difficult it is. I know because I've been there and I'm there. There are things I'm waiting on the Lord for myself. But through faith, I say, I know he will deal with it. He's working on it. It can take time, but I know God is working on it. He's working on it. Now, Psalms 37, the ones who read this, says, rest in the Lord and wait patiently for him. Let's wait patiently. Let's not look to other people. Do not fret when others succeed because you don't know how they succeed. Let us wait on the Lord. As we wait on the Lord, we will run and not weary. Pray to God and give him the situation and leave it there. When you pray, that's why God says, uh, Jesus says, bring all your, your curse on him. Let's pour our curse on him and he cares for us. Because he understands us and he will deal with the situation that we are praying for. Now, whatever you're going through, tell it to the Lord and have faith in him. Then wait. You will see the goodness of the Lord. Lamentations 3.25 says, the Lord is good to those who wait for him, to the soul who seeks him. As you wait, he will sort your situation and he will fight your battles. Let us wait on the Lord. That's the word I'm saying to you today. Wait on the Lord. Let's put our faith to God. I want us to pray today. I want to pray for you. I know you're praying for something. There's something you want in your life, something you want to achieve. And your faith is getting weak. But you, you, you feel, ah, hey, maybe it will happen. And then you 
also get uh, down and forget about it and get stressed because if something you're praying for does not happen, you get uh, anxious and become stressed to you. I want to pray for your faith. I want to pray that God helps you such that you put your trust in him. If you put your trust in him, you will sow regardless of all uh, the oath. Let's pray. Father, in the name of Jesus Christ, we come to you with our requests as human beings who have placed them before you. Some who have been afraid to bring them to you. Help us, God, to bring them to your feet. And as we bring, give us the strength and courage to wait on you, putting our faith in you 100%, knowing that someday we will receive what we asked for from you. Help the viewer, help the listener, give us the courage, give us the power and the understanding of the word of God. And to know that you are God, you sort every situation. We ask all this, Father, believing in Jesus' name. Amen. Well, that's all we have for you today. I believe God, through his word, he has ministered to you and your life has changed. Now you understand what it is to wait on the Lord and how to cultivate it. We need to wait on the Lord. It's not an issue of an option because even if you try to say, no, I won't wait on the Lord and you do things on your own, it will actually be a lot of stress. It will bring a lot of uh, stress into your life and anxiety and sometimes you'll actually even cry, not knowing how to report your issues or your state or whatever request so it's better to do it the god's way and the biblical way because it is peaceful and it is always successful let's put our faith in our god and trust him in all that we do because he's going to sort our situations let's meet next time goodbye